Let's kick off the show. And as I said in the opening, it was not the night for regional Australia. We were kicked in the teeth and hard. Some of the big, big promises that were made have been taken off the table. A little later, we will talk with Frank, Frank Beveridge, the Charters Towers Mayor. We'll catch up and we'll dissect it all. But let's go straight to National Party's leader, David Littleproud, who was very honest and blunt with his assessment of last night's budget and what it has done for the regions. Absolutely devastating. David, good morning. I, I don't think we we expected the enormity of it. Um, we knew it, some of it was coming. What a kick in the teeth for regional Queensland and regional Australia. Yeah, mate. This government just created two classes in this, in this country uh, and we're a second class. Uh, that's how he sees us. Uh, those who live in regional Australia, 30% of Australians live outside of capital city. Uh, we got the guts ripped out of us. Uh, infrastructure gone, dams gone. Uh, we've seen cost of living. You're going to pay uh, up to $2,000 out of your own pocket between now and Christmas just because they don't have a cogent energy policy. They've got rid of the ag visa, so your uh, food prices have gone up 8% and your interest rates are out of control. Um, and I've got to say, they left us high and dry on childcare. Uh, they're giving they're giving a twenty two and a half thousand dollars subsidy for those earning three hundred and fifty thousand dollars or more. Uh, and if you're in the bush and we just want some childcare places, just one, and you would have thought for four and a half billion dollars, you might have been able to create one or two. And uh, we've got nothing. Uh, so I've got to tell you. Uh, they've just created a second-class citizen in this country, and it's the 30% of the outside capital cities. It's regional Australians, and, and the fact that we paid the bills for this country for the last two years when everyone else was put under the doona is an indictment on this government that they were going to look after us in any way, shape, or form. Why, do you get to have a chat to Anthony Albanese about this? Like, seriously, do they want to talk? Like, Hell's Gate, let's start with that, and let's start with the people of Hewarden. I, I mean, two major, major things – Done. Over. They're not going to happen now. Gone as well as Emu Swamp, as well as Urana. Um, so this is the this was our hopes. This is our future. Sitting there in front of us has just been ripped away. Ripped away by a government that doesn't think that we need water infrastructure. I mean, I get they're talking about structural deficits, and structural deficit means that we're paying too much for things like NDIS and Medicare and all these things. But a way to pay for structural deficits and to make them become surpluses is to give the Australian people the tools to be able to make money to pay for those deficits. Yeah. And that's what you'll do. So just to sit there and say we're going to slash and burn and cut and, and, and don't have faith in the Australian people, uh, then that is the, this is the ethos that this mob has taken. Yeah. And to reprioritise it and $20 billion reprioritised into new transmission lines. I mean, Julia Gillard gold-plated the transmission lines. This guy, Chris Bowen and Anthony Albanese, they're going to platinum-plate them. Let me give you six to four on that. $20 billion, and you're going to pay for that at your at your power bill. It's not just the energy generation. It's now going to be the distribution, and half your bill is distribution costs. Yeah. So this is why just the, the 50% is just on energy generation because this mob doesn't believe in gas or coal with carbon capture storage. Um, they don't believe in that at all, and this is the reckless speed that they're going down. Uh, is, put, is putting real pressure and making investment decisions that we're making bad decisions about our energy that means someone has to pay and that someone is always you. Yeah, this was the election that no one really wanted to win because of some of the things that had to do with the interest rates. But the damage could be long-term uh, detrimental. Why would they go so hard? Is it to appease the masses? Well, it's for Jim Chalmers to, to try and break the cycle that Labor are big taxing 
uh, big spending governments. Now, they are spending big and they're spending it on areas that really aren't giving a return to the nation. That's the problem that we've got with it. And let me tell you, they, the forecast they've brought back in terms of our growth uh, is really about softening us up so that when they come back in May, um, I can tell you if you're an older Australian and you're self-funded, um, I would be ready for some pain again in May next year because this is all about setting up uh, a narrative to be able to increase taxes in May to say that Australia is in, a, is in doom and gloom and it's all over. When in fact, we're not. I mean, yeah. well, there was a deficit, a deficit that was budgeted in March was about $70 billion. It's down to $38 billion. Uh, We left an extra $50 billion in receipts because – and this was due COVID. From COVID, we, we were still able to put an extra lazy $50 billion that they, they still can't do anything with that is anything meaningful that will grow our nation. And that's the frustrating so, thing. So hang on. Is that you, we, weren't afraid to, we weren't afraid to win. What was the projection? We, the, projection was you, you, the projection was you were going to have a deficit of $70 billion, right? About $78 billion. Yep. And, it, and when they finally got to all the detail after all the cutting you'd done and taxes and everything, it was around 30, $38 billion. Is that right? Yeah, but but there was no cut in taxes. This was just you. This was yeah. just empowering the Australian people to go and make a quid because this isn't simple, hard stuff. This is pretty simple. It's simply about you. Governments don't repay debt. You do. And that's what you did by us creating the jobs and the, giving you the infrastructure to be able to do it. And when you did that, you reduced the deficit. You reduced it down. Yeah. I mean, we, we were looking at a deficit of over 100 billion dollars at one stage yeah. at last budget but yeah. my EFA was down to about 78 now we're down to 38 so this is the work that the Australian people did um, and that is what we're saying is you've got to have faith and confidence in the Australian people give them the tools to be able to do it give them the Hell's Gate give them HIPCO give them Urana Dam give them those opportunities that, and, and they will grasp it and they will deliver. And unfortunately, uh, this mob saying, no, you can't do that, um, we're going to put it in to a $2 billion a rail line around Melbourne to help Dan Andrews out. Yeah, unbelievable. Um, and it gets political. Would would Anna be upset today, Anastasia Palaszczuk? How would she be feeling? Well, she should be feeling pretty upset because if you look at what they're spending on infrastructure in each state, uh, it's glaring. Two, uh, it's over two point four billion dollars for Victoria. Queensland's about uh, five six hundred million dollars, and that's about the same in every other state and territory. So Victoria, and it's in their glossy. It's embarrassing how bad it is, but it's in their glossy that uh, that that is how they're going to spend money. So Queensland got shafted, but let me tell you, there's also a really concerning stat. That's in their glossy, and I'd encourage everyone to download their glossy because they are being very bold about telling us that they are going to they are going to lock up 4.8 million hectares yep. in additional protected areas. Yeah, it's on page 31 of their glossy. Let me tell you that put a cold shiver down my spine, uh, and it's right next to env- environmental law reform. Yeah, uh, yep. protecting the Great Barrier Reef. Uh, and safeguarding wildlife land management. Yeah, they don't. So there's code, a real. Yeah, it's coming. Right. Yeah, it's exactly right, um, David. Obviously, you're going to have to make some responses, and obviously, there's going to be some challenges in the next couple of days. It's very, very difficult time, but we just need to know the facts, and and that is that we've been absolutely shafted here uh, in regional Queensland and regional Australia, and they have pulled all the money off the table and and redirected it to other areas. 
They want the bush, but they don't want it to to, to be any way a prospering thing. I uh, appreciate your time, mate. Thank you so much for being with us. Thanks, mate. Good, Good on talk you. To you.